Peoria, it's another edition of Scott Wheeler's Airplay, where we go behind the scenes to talk to various radio and TV personalities and news people that uh, you listen to and watch on a daily basis. Remember, Airplay can be seen as we're live now on Peoria Life's Facebook Live page. You can also see it on Peoria Life's website, peorialife.com. Also on YouTube, Peoria Life's YouTube channel, and also our friends over at Peoria TV, Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. You can see past, present, and future episodes of Airplay. And if you're on the go, don't forget, we're on Apple Podcasts as well. I'm Scott Wheeler from Super Hits WIRL. Today, my guest is uh, probably the newest member to the Peoria broadcast community. He uh, is the news director and afternoon anchor at WMBD Radio, 1470 and 100.3. And he has my barber. Welcome to Airplay, Jeremy Scott from WMBD. I'll tell you what, it's nice to be with a man with God's chosen hairstyle, Scott. <laughs> Absolutely. Well said. So, you're brand new to Peoria, or relatively. How long have you been here now? I've been here since September. Okay. Yeah. I was here uh, in late July at an interview, mm -hmm. and then came back for a visit in August with my significant other. We went out to dinner with a couple of the folks from the radio station, and then I actually moved here formally in mm -hmm. September. And you came from where? I came from a little town about an hour east of Columbus, uh, Cambridge, Ohio. Okay. Uh, if you know the Zanesville area, yes. it's right around Zanesville, Ohio. So if okay. you recognize that name, that's where Cambridge is. Mm -hmm. um, and so and I'm originally from Youngstown, Ohio, which is right between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. So, Worked in Cleveland for a little bit. I'm got, sorry. Got, uh, got, got a few speeding tickets in Ohio for some reason. More there than anywhere else. Funny how that happens, isn't it? <laughs> so I, I know with, with what you speak and where you speak. So is that home originally? Youngstown, Ohio is okay. home originally, yeah. So Youngstown, Ohio uh, to Marquette University mm -hmm. to in Milwaukee, of course. Mm -hmm. And then uh, down to Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Parkersburg, West Virginia. Martinsburg, West Virginia which is across the state, almost basically a bedroom community for Washington, D.C. Galena, Alaska. Wow. Off of the road system. Detour. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, you know. Uh, a, a little bit of a culture change, one might say. Uh, two and a half years there, then back to Ohio and Cambridge is where I was for the last five years. So uh, you mentioned Alaska. What was the television show that was kind of based in Alaska? Um, Northern Exposure? Yes. Yeah. Was it anything like that? It was so much like that. Really? It was, the show almost wasn't funny to me because of how true it was. It's kind of like, you know, Van Halen watching Spinal Tap. That was me watching Northern Exposure. The moose would literally pass in front of the radio station. I would be on the airwaves and there would be a big bull moose sitting out in the driveway of the radio station and I couldn't get out till that thing moved. You don't want to cross a bull moose. No. You learn that very quickly. My first winter there, it got down to 70 below. Oh my gosh, that that's without the wind chill. <laughs> that was without the wind chill, correct. I figured that was my initiation. If I can make it through that, I can make it through anything. Absolutely. So uh, what brought you, well, obviously the job brought you to Peoria, but what attracted you to the job at WMBD and Peoria? Well, I cut my teeth in news. Uh -huh. I cut my teeth in news. I had actually started out in radio to be the next Dr. Johnny Fever. You know, I think as we all did. Yes. Um, but um, it was the kind of thing where I was working part-time. I you know, had my 
foot in the door as I was finishing up college. Mm -hmm. And the um, then operations manager of the commercial station I was working at said, hey, our news director is leaving. You've got some college experience. Would you like to do news? Mm -hmm. And uh, don't ever let anybody tell you that slip of paper doesn't mean something. I've heard a lot of people say, is college a scam? I never would have had the opportunity to get my foot in the door, you know, to kick the door open, so to mm -hmm. speak, mm -hmm. uh, without that slip of paper. And so I started out in news, and I was actually a print journalism major at Marquette before I transferred to Ohio University to do radio. Mm -hmm. So when I was offered the position of news director at my first commercial station, I kind of got to combine my first two loves. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did that for a while. Um, that's actually what got me the job in Alaska, my news prowess, my news background. Um, and uh, then when I was hired in Cambridge, Ohio, that was uh, on the basis of doing news. Well, a couple of months into that, um, there were some personnel changes, and they said, well, this guy's got a little personality. Why don't we try him on the pop station? Mm -hmm. And so that uh, month-long trial turned into a five-year trial. Okay. Um, so I was uh, the uh, morning drive host on the Hot AC mm -hmm. uh, Top 40, for those who are unaffiliated and uninitiated with uh, radio speak. Um, and then I wanted to get back into doing news. Mm -hmm. uh, and so this was available, and I had wanted to move up in market size, too. Mm -hmm. So I came to Peoria, liked it. Mm -hmm. I was uh, kind of, I kind of glommed onto the town, thought it was cute. All the different uh, brew pubs and everything like that. I, I won't lie, that uh, did attract me. Uh, we won't mention names because they're probably not sponsors on this show. But uh, when they wined and dined me, they gave me more than the nickel tour. I think they gave me the whole quarter tour. And I said, I'm sold. So here I am. And no bull moose. No bull moose. That was, that was very, very uh, helpful. Yeah. So was it, has it been difficult kind of bouncing back between um, doing personality radio where you can have an opinion and that kind of thing to news where you're supposed to be objective? And has that been kind of a adjustment in your head or is the initial experience in news just kind of kicked back in and like riding a bike? The years in personality radio have helped me mm. with this, and I can't stress this enough. You know, when I got into news, I was trying to sound like 1950s Walter Cronkite. You know, I was trying <laughs> to be very serious with everything that I said. Then doing the personality radio helped me to be a little bit more conversational on the air. Mm. And I feel like now more than ever, people want someone to talk to them, not at them. Mm -hmm. People want somebody delivering the news to them, who's their neighbor, who's their friend. And so that's what I strive for. I try to strive to mix the Walter Cronkite with the Dr. Johnny Fever, and mm -hmm. that's, you know, a, a little bit more on the Cronkite side, but uh, mm -hmm. it's okay to have a little bit of, of personality. It's okay to be a little bit conversational. Mm -hmm. And so those years in personality radio helped me with that, and I feel like I'm delivering news at a much more uh, contemporary pace these mm -hmm. days. We're talking with uh, Jeremy Scott, who is uh, the newest member of the Peoria Broadcast Community. You can hear him afternoons on 1470 100.3 WMBD Radio. He is also the news director for the station. And what, uh, you know, your uh, on-air work's kind of obvious. You're delivering the news. But what does a news director do? What are those responsibilities uh, behind the microphone? It's funny, you know, a um, good friend of mine is a head football coach or was a head football coach for many years. He said the thing about being a head football coach that you do the least is coach football. <laughs> it's a lot of administrative work. It's a lot of, you know, dealing with um, schedules and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's so much the same with being a news director. Yes, I anchor. Yes, I do cover some stories. Mm -hmm. But I am less of a field reporter than ever before. I am managing the schedules of the news staff. Mm -hmm. I am assigning stories to the news staff. I am 
kind of the liaison. I kind of look at it as being the liaison between the suits and mm. the new staff. So I'm kind of the, the go-between. I'm the buffer. Um, and I'm finding that that is my role uh, in addition to, like I said, playing assignment editor and scheduler and, uh, and what have you and being the one to uh, guide meetings, lead the team meetings and whatnot. Mm. Um, it's, it's a lot of, like I said, it's a lot of administrative work. Mm. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of overhead, a lot of mm. doing the behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't hear on the air. Right. So tell me, I, I know many of them, but tell me about the staff you work with. I'll tell you what, the staff that I work with, this new staff is, uh, so. there's so much talent, and they all bring so many different things to the table. You know, we've got Julia Bradley, who I know that you had on the air not too long ago, who has just been uh, a gem uh, for me, you know, because she is from here. She knows the area very well. Uh, she was at WMBD years ago right um mm -hmm. so you know she's been around the block and i don't mean that in a bad way um you know when it comes to being able to answer questions and of course you know her uh, on the morning show with greg and dan is just great you know she's just got such a, a fantastic set of pipes and mm -hmm. uh, she also comes from personality radio so i feel like she and i relate on that level you know mm -hmm. we we have a lot of the same war stories <laughs> um you know christina lay he is is uh, pretty new to the business mm -hmm. but you know she's got the youthful exuberance to want to go out and be the field reporter, you know, something mm -hmm. breaks, she's, you know, ooh, you know, fire, ooh, mm -hmm. you know, there's a police situation, something like that. So uh, it, it's it's good uh, to have that that youthful exuberance mixed into the the staff. Mike Sable, what a unique set of skills he brings to the table right. with traffic and his weather background. Mm -hmm. And there's another guy who's been on WMBD for a number of years too. Mm -hmm. So you know, our full time staff is is fantastic. We've got some good part timers as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know. You've got Dalton Kemper, who you hear on the weekends. I've got him going out and covering stories. He's finishing up college, and I've got him going out into the field and being a reporter. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun to be able to show some of these, uh, I don't want to say kids, but it's fun to show some of these, um, uh, these, these, these uh, green people mm -hmm. in, in the business um, the ropes a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because I was there, it feels like yesterday, it wasn't yesterday, but um, yeah, it does feel like yesterday that that was me. And so it's cool to be able to have that mixture of experience and youth and um, that's really what makes the staff pop um, it, m the obvious answer to this is 9-11 but uh, in your complete uh, news experience what's the most impactful story that you can remember covering uh, that just really you kind of hung your head on that and said I'm always gonna remember that I'll tell you how about I, I rephrase your question a little bit, because I was still in school when 9-11 happened. Uh -huh. um, I will say the most memorable interview okay. I have ever conducted was with Meadowlark Lemon, the great Harlem Globetrotter. Sure. Uh -huh. You want to talk about, you, you ever see on Facebook where you take the first initial of your name, you take the your, your middle initial and then your, your last name initial. Uh -huh. It's like, you know, I went to a carnival with Tony Danza because I was bored. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed Meadowlark Lemon in Bush, Alaska because <laughs> he was up there to do a Christian speaker event. Okay. Uh, that was my experience, and that is the kind of interview you never really forget when How you so? get to talk to a How legend come? like that. Because you think, in this case, you think of somebody like that as this clown prince. Mm -hmm. You think of him as the clown prince of basketball. Then you sit down with that person and you find how insightful mm 
mm-hmm. um, that person is. And you find out how much more there is beyond the curtain, yeah. which I'm sure you can relate to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your experience in doing this and interviewing people that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there's a certain persona, but beyond that persona, there is a lot of, uh, there's a lot to say there. Mm. Interesting. Love metal art, Clement. I used to go to Globetrotters <laughs> events all the time. Yeah. Um, so your thoughts on Peoria as a as a news town. In other words, you know, obviously we've got Caterpillar as kind of the center of news making events. Uh, certainly the the hospitals and so forth. But uh, since you've worked in uh, dis- far off distant places like uh, Alaska. What what are your impressions so far of Peoria when it comes to covering events? People appreciate the coverage. Okay. People appreciate the coverage. And I love the fact that we have a large playground to play with. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of equipment on that playground. You know, yeah, there's Peoria proper, but you've got East Peoria. Mm-hmm. You've got Pekin. You have Washington. Mm-hmm. You've got Metamore. You've got all these places that have a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that, you know, each place has its little niche. Mm-hmm. You know, each place has its little niche. I found out just the other day that, that Libby's is uh, based uh, around here. Yeah, in Morton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm finding out these little things, and I'm loving that. But, I mean... East Peoria, that Festival of Lights, what a, what a, what a cool thing, mm-hmm. what, what, what a neat thing. So I love the fact that it's not just uh, Peoria uh, proper, mm-hmm. it's so much, and we have so many different areas that we get to cover, um, you know, and it makes me wish that, uh, you know, we had a staff uh, double the size that we have so that we could be at all this stuff, but I'm finding that People appreciate the coverage and people appreciate being informed. Mm. I feel like, you know, people still look to news around here and they, um, they respect it. Mm-hmm. They respect news outlets. They respect what news outlets have to say. They, they respect the fact that news outlets are, you know, hustling to get to the mm-hmm. root of a story. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's twofold. People, the, the newsmakers and the news audience are mm-hmm. both very appreciative, mm-hmm. I've found. You mentioned staff. Uh, I don't think people understand what a rarity it really is in broadcast radio these days to have a news staff, period, but a news staff of three full-time people and several part-time people uh, covering news. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly, you've probably noticed that in your short time in this business, how news resources have dwindled, but there's really a commitment to that at, at WMBD. Yeah. Yeah, there really is. There really is a commitment. And it helps that uh, the man signing the paychecks comes from a news background. Right, right. So that's a feather in our cap uh-huh. in the news side of things. But it really is. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing in not in a good way mm-hmm. just how many news staffs have been cut, mm-hmm. how news has taken a back seat in a lot of different organizations, a lot of different outlets. And you're lucky to have two full-time news people. Mm-hmm. Here we have a multitude of, of, of full-timers and part-timers. And uh, I can tell you that I'm managing a staff larger than I ever have managed. Uh, I, I've never had this many weapons in my arsenal, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it's really a lucky thing for me that I got to come here and oversee uh, a staff of the size, and specifically the staff, mm-hmm. Spe- specifically the staff. You know, I mean, they do such great work. They, I, I just can't stress enough how... Uh, how happy I am uh, with their effort, mm. with their effort. So uh, even though you've done this uh, a relatively short time, talk to me a little bit about just how news coverage for radio 
has changed since you started doing it? I mean, the obvious answer is technology, but how does technology, how has that changed? How has what you cover and how you cover it changed from when you started? I used to say that what you do on the air drives what you do on social media. Mm -hmm. Now more than ever, I feel like the opposite is true. Mm. I feel like what you do on social media, that comes first in a lot of cases. Mm. In a lot of cases, put it on social media. As a matter of fact, I preach that to the staff. I say, your first instinct, whenever something happens, get it on social, then get it on the web, mm. then get it on the air. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because air is so timely. Air is so, you know, lightning in a bottle. Mm -hmm. Whereas social media, web, people can get that at their leisure. Right. People can get that whatever they want to. Mm -hmm. It's on demand. Mm -hmm. So that needs to be, we need to cater to that. Mm -hmm. we, need, we can't sit back you know, and rest on our laurels and say, well, we are a radio organization. No, we're a media organization. Mm -hmm. We're not just a radio station. We are a media outlet. And when you talk about media, that has to be all-encompassing. And so that is so much the case now, more than it ever used to be when I first got into this business, you know, for a station to have a Facebook, for a station to have a Twitter, it was like, whoa, mm -hmm. now it's expected of you, not just to have those, but to have Instagram, to be tuned in with maybe Snapchat in some cases, and we don't do that, but there are some organizations that do. So, I mean, there are just so many different ways to deliver your product, which is a blessing and a curse, because if you, you know, you have those at your disposal, you can get to those, but if you're going to have them, you've got to use them. So does that mean uh, the day has come or will come where uh, radio reporters carry cameras? They do. Yeah. They do in a lot of cases. Uh -huh. They do carry cameras, whether that be an actual Nikon uh -huh. or their phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we go out, we snap pictures, and we take multiple pictures at just about every event that we're at. Uh -huh. um, and what's nice is you don't have to have a Nikon camera to get the job done that you want to get done. Sure. Um, but, uh, but in a lot of cases, they do. In a lot of cases, they do carry cameras. We don't, again, we don't have cameras. We use our phones to mm -hmm. do the picture taking. But I have seen that in some of the, the bigger markets where mm -hmm. the reporters do have uh, actual state-of-the-art state uh, technology <laughs> when it comes to video and, and uh, uh, picture-taking equipment. really does kind of level the playing field of all news reporting if everybody's kind of doing the same thing now. Mm -hmm. And uh, what a challenge to rise to the top then through all that. Yeah, it is. And it, it's nice to be able to have those at your disposal, mm -hmm. but it's just you, you've got to you've got to match up the event with the the outlet that you promote that event, you mm -hmm. know. Festival of Lights, we're live streaming that. You know, mm -hmm. Festival of Lights, we are putting that on Facebook Live. We're putting mm -hmm. that on Instagram TV, what have you. We're doing that with that. City council meeting, you know, you're snapping pictures mm -hmm. and then going to write a story about mm -hmm. it. So it's just a matter of catering to what the event calls for. Mm. So I can tell already that you're pretty, uh, pretty deep and vivacious guy. So what do you like to do when you're not? doing news. The things that we can talk about yes. on the air, Scott? <laughs> I bet you're a reader. Are you a reader? I'm really not. Really? I'm really not a reader, which I probably shouldn't admit. Um, <laughs> Mom, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. Uh, I come from a family of readers. I okay. really do. Um, I'm Okay, I shouldn't say I'm not a reader. I'm just very picky about what I read. Mm. I'm not a book reader. Mm. I, am a, uh, I, I am a biography reader if I am going to pick up a book. I like mm -hmm. to, I, that's the journalist in me. Yeah. I like to know what was going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but, uh, you know, I 
ESPN.com is one of my first stops when I wake up in the morning. Uh -huh. um, so, I mean, I'm not, it's, it's not fair to say that I'm not a reader. But um, I actually, I've, I've still got a band back in Ohio. Really? Yeah, I sing in a band. Um, I've been singing in some form or fashion since I was 12 years old, actually. I started out in a barbershop chorus with my grandfather. And as I got older, I spread my wings a little bit, expanded my horizons. Now I'm doing the rock band thing. Uh -huh. I've been doing that for about 10 years. Um, I'm, a, I'm a poker player, not very well. Uh, I do like <laughs> uh, he's to... bluffing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, do like to cook. Uh, one of the things that I love about Peoria is the uh, amount of ethnic restaurants. Yes. You know, being able to go out and get Thai food on Monday, go out and get Indian food on Tuesday. Uh -huh. uh, you know, it, I just love that. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm very curious in the kitchen. I'm very curious. I've got a very curious palate. So uh, those are the things, you know, I, I like to stay active. I like to go to the gym. Um, you know, I like to try and do that. I tell you, I'm kind of mad that you had me on after Thanksgiving because <laughs> yeah, here, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was rough this year, man. We had like eight different desserts at my house. No lie, no exaggeration. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, like to, I like to try and, and, and keep active, you know, in, in, many, many, different, uh, mm. in many different ways. All right, a lot can be uh, learned from the name of your band. What's the name of your band? The Odd Squad. There we go. See? <laughs> yeah. So we're not Cheap Trick, but we are the Odd Squad. You know, because there, there are two older guys and then two younger guys. I'll let you decide which one I fall into. <laughs> We've been visiting today with Jeremy Scott. He's the news director and afternoon news anchor at 1470 and 100.3 WMBD, new to town and uh, doing a great job so far for sure. This has been Airplay. We uh, air every Tuesday around 10 o'clock on Peoria Life's Facebook Live page. Also uh, YouTube. You can also check out this episode and future episodes at Peoria TV channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. And don't forget about Apple Podcasts when you're on the go. Till next time, this is Scott Wheeler from Super Hits WIRL for Airplay. PeoriaLife.com